Yes, Lord. Kevin Gates right there. But you are tuned in to the 6K Podcast. I am your host, Shanquan Hempill, a.k.a. Tank. And on this podcast, we stand on principles. And those principles are loyalty, love, respect, balance, manifestation, and true peace. You can follow me on social media, on Instagram, at 6K underscore Tank. And on Twitter, at the Tank Hemp 6K. Welcome, man. Welcome. Uh, let me get started, man. Uh, I'm going to try to one-take this. But, yeah, I'm super excited to start this podcast. And uh, I feel like uh, everybody got creative spirits. And uh, when I say creative, I'm talking about um, dancing, art, rapping, talking. Something you can express yourself with um, uh, doing it in a creative way. And I feel like this podcast, for me, is my outlet. And just to get to talk about uh, different topics I have, like I said, different guests and stuff on here, talking about uh, what they go through in life and sharing some things about them. It's going to be a great time. Uh, my first episode, I want to talk about me, uh, just give it an intro to me, uh, my background, where I come from, and uh, let me get started there. So I come, I come from um, Gary, Indiana, where I grew up in Delaney. Um, Right across the street from Roosevelt, we was like two blocks away from Michael Jackson's house. So, you know, Michael Jackson from Indiana, from Gary. Uh, so we was fairly close. I think one of some of my aunties went to school with uh, some of the Jacksons. So that was great. Uh, grew up there. I had my little brother, me, my older brother at the time. And my mom uh, was there till probably like age six. When we moved, we moved a couple of spots like. East Chicago, we lived out there, but I always went to Gary schools, uh, East Chicago, um, Griffith, went to Griffith in sixth grade, where, um, I was introduced to a lot of, um, different people, because in Gary, you know, you, you mostly surrounded by, uh, African Americans, so when you go to Griffith, it's a lot of, um, it's very diverse, I'll say that, so I was introduced with different people, um, and I was playing basketball at the time. I started playing basketball at age six in a bitty league when I was not so good, man. I was horrible. I was terrible. That's the word. Uh, played on Ramsey Ballers. Played on RCDC. Shout out to my guys, my sisters. Uh, we played on the same team. Uh, who else I played for? Uh, New Midtown. Played with them. We got some killers, man. Still, still some guys that's out there playing that I grew up playing with. Um, what else? Sixth grade. Fast forward to sixth grade. I played Black Cats. They didn't have a school league out there in Griffin. I played Black Cats uh, where it was a lot of kids from different teams, and we basically had a color, a colored team. Uh, so I think I was on, like, the green. I think I was on the green team my first time. The green or the yellow team. And yeah, I was a dog, man. I was killing them, bro. I ain't gonna lie to you. Except for that championship game, one of the championship games where we had to go against, um, I don't know what color team, but Cody Cody Hosey and Amir Wright was on there. 
and I was like the only good dude on my team, and they jumped into a, a two-three on me, and I couldn't do nothing. So man, <laughs> man, forget y'all, Cody and uh, Mir, man, for doing that, shutting me down like that. But it was good times. Um, what else? Fast forward to seventh grade. Uh, that's when I met my best friends, and still my best friends till now. Uh, and it's part of six K. I will get them on here soon. They're going to be like one of my next videos, my next um, podcast, uh, Tramiel and Anthony. Then we added on my boy Al. He's going to be on here too. Um, met my best friends in seventh grade. We played on the same team. Uh, seventh to eighth grade, uh, Griffith Panthers Middle School. And we won championship both years. It was uh, We had a cold team. Who we have on there? We had Cody Hosey. Cody Hosey, Amir, uh, Torres, we have Tony Williams, <laughs> 50 Cent, as they call it, <laughs> folks, uh, we have uh, Tony Mel, Anthony Quintero, yeah, some dogs, man, we were some dogs, we was, we was looking to transition into high school with that same team after we won that, um, won them two championships, but things didn't work out, uh, I ended up leaving, in high school to go play for uh, Coach Boyd that I've knew, known since I was, man, since I started playing basketball at six. He wanted me to come play for him in Michigan City, which is like 30 minutes away. So I made that transition into my freshman year, and I was actually driving to and from, um, from Gary to Michigan City my whole freshman year, like waking up early morning at six in the morning, five in the morning, get dressed and everything, going, driving to school, doing all the school stuff, and then boy system, you can't leave, because we got study hall, we can't leave after after school, even if we had game day, we can't leave, so I'm staying there from, I'll say, 7, after school, get out at 2.15, um, and we got study hall, we got study hall to 3.30, at 3.30, we got lift weights. After weights, we go on the court until like 7, 7.30. So I didn't get home until like 9, 8, 8.30 every night. And I did that for a whole year, man. So that was that was um, different, something I haven't done. Then we ended up moving to Michigan City uh, at the end of my freshman year where we um, moved right across the street from the school. So that was uh, fortunate for me. So I didn't have to you know, take no bus or anything. I could just walk straight to school. It was a great time. Sophomore year. Freshman year, I played freshman. Um, played freshman ball for like 11, 11 or 7 games, I think. 7 games. Then I got moved up to JV. Played 2 games of JV. And then my second game, I played. Because you know you only can play like um, 4 quarters total if you were, if you were a swinger from JV to varsity. So my second game, I played 2 out. I mean, 2 quarters um, with them. And then I, and I suited up for varsity so yeah did that and ever since I've been playing varsity since my freshman year so it's been great that learning experience from um I think above me was definitely uh Ryan Taylor he was uh he was the big man he was the um, the senior on the team that's what I meant by big man uh he was a senior on the team and I learned a lot from him I still learn from him uh, as far as what he's doing in life today uh, with basketball uh, we had him. I had a good freshman year. I mean, I did what I could do playing with with some with some good guys. Um, sophomore year, 
think the senior there was yeah Keenan, Keenan and Lucas, uh, Lucas Dower. Uh, love them guys. Uh, had a great team. I feel like that year was was the year they were supposed to win. But some things happened off the court as far as injuries and stuff. So it, we we didn't quite get there. Uh, we made the championship round of sectionals, and uh, we fell short. Uh, going into junior year, uh, it was great. That's when that was my time to shine. But we still had some dogs. We had Zach Stewart, Mike Miller, Shane, Brad. Um, I think Mike Smallwood was on, on my sophomore team. Uh, who else we had? Some dogs, man. Um, sorry if I didn't get your name in there. Uh, yeah, we had some dogs, and that was my year, though. I was I was going off. I think I averaged uh, around like 17, 16 my junior year. That's so why I really got my name out there. Got some calls from some coaches and stuff. I ain't gonna say no names, but you feel me? Got some calls from some coaches, and yeah, I went off, and I think the second conference game we played Maryville is when injuries started happening um free throw line somebody was at the free throw line I think they were shot a ball went long I went to dive for the ball a Maryville player dived on top of my shoulder which uh led it to pop out and that was my first time popping out my shoulder it, it hurt it was my first time feeling that type of pain and it hurt bad but Got that popped in. Uh, tried to finish the season. I did. I came back within like four games. You know, I came back fast. So I was all good. I had to wear a shoulder brace and everything. I still was killing. Still average. I think my average went down for like 17, 15, whatever. Um, because I missed some games. But I was still killing. Uh, senior year, I, you know, I was looking forward to a big senior year. Playing um, with my guys at the time, we had uh, my team, my boy Geronde, uh Dante, my boy Rob. I got Rob to come finally. I tried to get Rob Howard to come to my school junior year, but he came senior year, which is uh, we was grateful for that. It was a big help. My boy Rob, who, who else we had? Uh, Troy, my brother Troy, love him. Ooh, Zach V Hill, seven. Uh, who else? Who else, man? It was just, it was a, it was a good team, man. Orson, shout out my boy O Block. Uh, it was a good team. Uh, in my senior year, I was averaging, I was averaging twenty actually. I was averaging a little bit over twenty. And then another conference game against Valpo, man. I'm reminiscing on it. It was the beginning of the game. I was going crazy. And then I, I went to dive football. He me diving again. Football. Let me stay off the ground. I got to stay off the ground now. I've been good since, though. Dive for football. Uh, blew out my shoulder again. Shoulder popped out. This time it didn't hurt that bad. I was more depressed on the fact that it came out. Because, you know, I know I have to, I know I have to sit again. Um, so that happened. And I got that popped back in at the hospital. With all my guys, and I appreciate y'all all. Matthew, my boy Matt, my boy Frat. You know, I remember y'all now, cause y'all y'all the first ones that came in the hospital when I uh, when I um, suffered for that injury. You're the ones that first visited me. Um, I appreciate you guys for that. They came in there. I was off the meds. You know how they do in the in the hospital with all that stuff. I was off the meds. 
and I was uh, I was very appreciative, and I still am, uh, that they came to the hospital after the game, just check on me. Um, and yeah, I bounced back after that. I think I was out like six games after that injury. Came back in my first game back playing Portage. I actually hit the game winner uh, against them. I was limited on minutes, but ended up hitting the game winner. Uh, shout out to Troy for the sixth. Uh, and after that game, uh, my game, my uh, stats that went down also because I missed so many games. I missed even more games, so I went from like 20-something to 17 or 16, one of them. But still a good year. After school, I was looking forward to playing college ball somewhere, but I didn't. I didn't know where. Uh, I was looking at prep school, and my guys, best friends, Tony Mill, they end up telling me about this junior college spot out there in Florida, where um, they was introduced to that by by a guy, um, and they was trying to get me to go there. And then I was debating should I go there or go to go to prep school and I ended up going there uh talked to the coach and everything I ended up going there and I think that was like the best decision I ever made uh, as far as for my um my career because I've developed in, in so many ways um just being I, I've traveled all over the place with AAU but living somewhere so far away 18 hours away to be exact, all the way to the bottom of Florida, with 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 the the, the diversity there is uh, different. I mean, you got um, Haitians, um, you know, a mix a mix of people is is different, and I, I really enjoyed that though. It made me open up, and um, I really saw the world uh, from a different perspective within two years, and not to mention that my team was. Um, very competitive and talented I would say that uh, we had a lot of guys on there um, all of us went on to play D1 basketball but my freshman year this was a team this was a team that we didn't we, we was building our own foundation we was building our own culture because we was the first team like the very first team to, to, to play basketball at that school when we first started my first year the only school the only um programs they had was softball and and baseball and we was going to be the first the very first basketball teams on there men's and women so that 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 alone gets a lot of pressure um for the coaches and us and all we had coming in we had a transfer from uh Fordham we had a uh, I think another transfer from D1 but it was really I think he sat out or whatever but we really only had one sophomore that had college experience and the rest of us was all freshmen. So just coming in with with all them guys and, and not to mention that we was all the top guys on a high school team scoring, averaging over 20 or 17s or the 15s, you know, high, high numbers. So you already know, <laughs> you already know that the practices was lit, man. When I say lit, it was lit. I mean, if you didn't come to play, if you did not come to play every day, you would lose your spot. We had a death chart. Like, you'll probably be at the top one day. Next day, you have a bad day. You falling down. You you have to bring it every single day. And I think that that, that alone, that freshman year, gave me that edge, that competitive edge of winning. Because I have to bring it every single day. I'm playing with guys that committed to Akron, LSU, 
uh, Winthrop, um, shoot, all over the place, and, and very talented, man, and it was, it was great to, to compete, because I'm a competitor, and I love to compete, so playing with those guys, my freshman year, uh, we had, we went 26 and 7, it was one of the top teams in the, um, in the state of Florida, our first this this is our first year now. Top teams in Florida after the season, you know, they wasn't trying to give us the you know they weren't trying to give us the spotlight because we was a new team, new kids on the block. But eventually we got there and they knew that we was we was about business. So going into sophomore year, it was lit. Uh, we already knew what was up. Uh, oh, that summer we got in me, Tone, Mel. And my boy uh, Tyler Cheese got invited to the top 100 camp with the top 100 JUCOs, JUCO players, and we played in front of um, a couple hundred coaches. I mean, the gym was packed, the court was packed. It was like the court, and then all around the court was full of college coaches. So you basically on the on the stage, like like you have to show up, you have to show up. And I went crazy, man. I went stupid, so that 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 made my stock go up. So they, um, your freshman year, coaches can't talk to you. Uh, you have to wait till your sophomore year. So after that camp, yeah, my stock went up. Uh, I got a lot of calls from coaches and texts and interest. Uh, but I was still focused on getting to the the tournament because you know uh, NJCAA got a tournament. We were focused on that. So I was worried about what I was going to do after my sophomore year. But more importantly, trying to get as far as I can within the tournament. So going into that year, it was a big year. Uh, we ended up going 30-3. and three. Yeah, 30-3, and three, man. Great year with some great guys. We was super talented. Super talented. Um, went 30-3. and three, Got to the regional tournament. I uh, won the first game against Central uh, Central Florida, and then we lost against um, Northwest Florida, who beat us last year, I think. Me and my freshman year, I think. Um, lost against, against them, but we ended up getting a bid that, that helped us out. You got a bid um, because I think we were 30 and we were 30 and 1. Or 30 and 2 after that loss in Northwest Florida. We're 30 and 2. So we end up getting a bid to the tournament. We get to the tournament, it was lit. But we had to play Hutchison on Hutchison's floor. And it, it, and their crowd was packed. I mean, the crowd was excited and, and energized. We knew it was going to be a tough one. But we ended up pulling it out. And um, end up, we ended up pulling it out. And we had to play Vincennes, and which we lost, but it was a great year. Um, it was a great year. And after that, we we had to find out what we was gonna do. We had to figure out what we was gonna do with all the sophomores. Then we had like six, seven sophomores um, go. They have to decide. So after that happened, the coaches was there too at that tournament. You had to know the coaches was there. We talked to some after the game and. You know, they was everywhere walking throughout the hallways and everything, trying to talk to you and stuff. So, uh, we had to figure out what we're going to do. So, it's straight into the recruiting process, which is a challenging process. I mean, you got to talk to so many people um, and see who's telling the truth and who's uh, and who's lying. And, and for me, I had a lot of help 
I call them my mentors because they really helped me a lot. Um, and I ran stuff by them, ran stuff by my mom. Um, and we we decided we decided on a, on a couple that we'll narrow it down to, and um, had to go on some visits. But some people will will say that they want you, but they're probably just stringing you along to get who they really, uh, just in case they don't get who they really want. So they have a backup plan. And you got to figure that out. You got to point out. You got to know that. And, and that's what I was told. So I'm listening to who, what they talking about and how they texting me, how they talking to me on the phone and how they going to maneuver with me. Just making sure that they real. They really talking about what they talking about and what they mean is what they mean. And, uh, yeah. So we narrowed it down. I went on my first visit. I was supposed to go this one weekend, whatever. They had a snowstorm to Green Bay. Um, so I had to reschedule and go to the next, um, go to the next, uh, to the next weekend. And upon going, it was a great, it was a great time. I mean, I wasn't really there to do all the extras. You know, I go on recruits and stuff, recruiting trips and stuff. But I went there to do all the extras. I was really there to fill out the spot. Um, got there. With the coaches, seeing the facilities, um, seeing what they have to offer, what else, uh, dorms, seeing the dorms and stuff, um, what else, uh, played with the team, we, we played like up and down 5 on 5 and then we played like half court, whatever, you know, I got my idea, what I did, um, and then soon after that, after that visit, I, um, actually committed committed to Green Bay and that was a great decision by me I didn't want anybody else to influence my decision so I I really I really did that on my own and at the time at the time when I committed I was actually in the gym uh working out uh, that's what I do I work out to you know just to think and get my mind off topics so um committed in the gym and to be honest, man, I really cried. <laughs> I called my mom phone, and I cried because I wanted to play Division One basketball so long, man. You just don't know when your dream really come true. It's like it's surreal. I say it's surreal. I mean, playing JUCO basketball was great, but to get to the highest level of basketball in college, it's 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 another thing. And I really I really worked to get there. And um, had a lot of obstacles, I'll say, as far as my shoulder injury. And um, I won't say Juco was an obstacle, but it was a challenge uh, that, and I overcame them. And it just made me a better man, a great man, like that Kevin Gates intro, a great man. And I'm still working to be a a better man. Um, And when I made that decision, yes, I cried on my phone with my mom. I was so excited. Um, tears of joy made my decision going to Green Bay my junior year uh, suffered from some tendonitis man uh, it was it was painful uh, that summer first going in uh, I barely got to work out because the, the pain was uh, always there but I, I sat out a couple weeks in the summer uh, then came back and I played I played the whole year with 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 tendonitis. 
and I don't know who some people some people can relate with to feel the feeling of tendonitis some people can't I ain't gonna go into uh, depth about that but if you know what tendonitis is and you have it in your knee you will know what it feels like to play how many games we played that year that in my junior year I think we played 38 games to so play 38 games from September to March, the end of March, because we played so long in the CIT, to the end of March, like, you don't know the feeling, yeah, I, I, I don't know, I can't explain it, but I played through that, like, I just, I just did not want to stop playing, and I, I decided to get it right after, after season, which I played, um, which I um, got the PRP injection in my knee in March. And after that, that didn't work, <laughs> unfortunately. And then I got uh, my minor surgery in July on the 11th, where they went in and um, scoped my knee, just scraped the uh, calcium deposits off it. So I've been, chall- I mean, I've been uh, coming back from that. Uh, I had a 12 week sit out, 8 to 12 week sit out on um, as far as you know uh, rehabbing and getting myself back to playing and stuff but I knew I wasn't quite there when I my first our first game against Purdue I knew I was not quite there I think I was about a good 60% but I wanted to fill it out I mean you can't you don't know what it is unless you try you don't know how I feel unless you try so I wanted to fill it out and getting on the court I can I can already feel I can uh, I can picture Josh right now talking to me. Um, he said he said I bet I get more boards than you. I remember that, and I couldn't give him a response because I knew my body wasn't wasn't all the way there. And uh, yeah, it was a bad game. I, I'll say that. I only played ten minutes of the first half. Um, I mean, it's the first half. I had all like open one from the field, like two turnovers. I had like two rebounds, and yeah, it just wasn't good. It wasn't a good sight. Plus, I had a lot of people come, uh, come watch me. So that was I had to talk to them after the game, let them know what was going on, um, which was uh, I don't want to say embarrassing, but um, I felt for them because they came to watch me and stuff. But uh, yeah, so it was back to the drawing board with my situation my injury and um thankful for a great trainer who um helped me on my way and still considered as a friend and still talk to him to this day uh, helped me with my injury on and off every day every single day with no days off man i'm telling you i'm working every day weight room had to travel I was thinking about coming back before the deadline, which you can't red shirt, which was December the 11th or December the 11th game against uh, Eastern Michigan. I was just considering coming back, but I was like, no, nah, I'm going to just sit out, get this leg right. I don't want to play 90%, 80%, 70%. I want to be 100% when I come back. So I did that. I sat out. I rehabbed every single day. I'm talking about I had to travel. I'm rehabbing in the in the hotels, hotel room, jumping on beds, um, just trying to trying to get my workout in, making sure I get my workout in every game, every practice on the road, and just doing it all year until we got to a spot where um, got to a spot where the coronavirus hit. 
the coronavirus hit and it's like I was two weeks out from five on five contact. I was doing all the single like the like on the side shooting workouts and I was doing a warm up with the with the team as far as three man weed, five on no um doing all that. And I was five I was two weeks out from five on five and the coronavirus hit which everybody had to go home. So uh so look, I was looking at like what I'm gonna do now as far as workout um and getting my therapy in and was fortunate enough to get some therapy out here. Shout out to my guy. Fortunate enough to get some therapy out here in which I'm maintaining the strength I have in my leg and it's 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 a blessing I would say um for me to have that uh, outlet to 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 consent to continue my um therapy. Uh because I didn't want to, I didn't want to set back, uh, as, as far as, like, mentally, um, my, when I first got the, the injury, and I was going to red shirt the first two months, I would say, I was in a, I would say I was in a, um, not a dark place, but a, a question, a questioning space where I was wondering what I'm going to do, um, why is this happening and everything, but with, with strong mentorship and, um, uh, a core, which is my family, uh, I made it through the, the first two months with with a hope. I'm trying to see the light at the end of the tunnel, and that light was this this whole this whole six six to seven month uh, workout therapy phase, where I get to actually build muscle up in my um, leg and 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 get it right. So that light at the end of the tunnel really what kept me driven and going. So if I was to come back home from coronavirus and not be able to work out, would have been um, devastating to me, I would say. But um, I was fortunate. I would say I'm blessed and fortunate to uh, have that outlet. So I got. So I'm here now. I'm doing. I'm doing therapy and stuff. I'm maintaining uh, the strength and working. Um, and in April or March, we had some transfers from my team um and then we had uh, a coaching situation that happened which forced me to do what I had to do was which was uh into the transfer portal and in the transfer portal I think within like 10 to 20 minutes because you have to put your name in there put your phone number and your email in there and within like 20 minutes, I swear I was getting calls from coaches um, from all over. In uh, that process, I had to do the whole recruiting process all over again. So, but I took I took my time and I really took in the things that um, that I learned from playing D1 basketball and my first two times being recruited. I took that into. Um, into my thought process when making my decision, so it took me a long time. Um, I won't say a long time; it took me a week, but it was an uh, intensive week with uh, Zoom calls, um, phone calls every day, emails, and everything. So I really took my time uh, with that process, which was challenging. But I'm making a great decision as far as what I'm gonna do. Uh, you know, I'm gonna be at Drake with my guys, Mel. My uh, guys, DJ, Ro, Jonah, all the guys from my area, and that was a great decision. But yeah, just just staying on staying on track, 
with with this coronavirus thing as far as your health mental health doing yoga uh working out we got a fortunate to have a beach next to us so we get to work out on the beach got some mentors to get gyms open and uh you know just trying to maintain maintain through the struggling it's tough times challenging time and i think i did that well and my family did that well and the ones that surround me has done that well um so that's like the background the background the tank man from the from the jet, the quote unquote jet. There's <laughs> a uh, Florida slang term uh, to now, and um, I've grown and I am continuing to grow. Age 22, still got a long way to go, but yeah, I'm definitely growing. And yes, this podcast is gonna be great. Uh, that background is just the intro, the core. The beginning of greatness. We're gonna have guests on here talking about a lot of things, man. What's going on in the world? Uh, a lot of protests right now, but I don't want to get into that right now. I'd rather get to that on another episode. A lot of protests and stuff going on right now, so it's a lot that has to be ironed out and talked about that I want to talk to talk about and, uh, with the guests I have coming on. Um, They'll get to share their stories and get to influence and talk to, um, speak to the souls of other people. I mean, uh, it's all love here, all peace, no judgment. Everybody has been through a lot of things in their lives. And, um, and, and I didn't really speak. I was talking more about basketball, but I am studying psychology. about to get my bachelor's in psychology, so I know a lot about trauma and and what people go through and how, it's, how it affects them, and I feel like an outlet to talk is is the great is the greatest thing. Um, I, I love talk therapy. Uh, I studied that, and some of my courses talk therapy and counseling. I feel like everybody everybody that rehab their injuries and what's going on with their bodies, but their brains they will not. And I think counseling is is rehab for your for your brain. And talking is, is, is the best thing to do. And that's what I'm doing here. And I'm going to give other people chances to talk about what they want to talk about. And talk about themselves. Everybody loves talking about themselves. So this is going to be a platform for everybody to, um, for some people that I choose to um, talk. You know, get their word out there. And hopefully reach and touch other people in the, in the process of them getting their word out there. Because I feel like a lot of people go through the same the same circumstances and nobody says nothing nobody talk about their circumstances and you might be standing next to the next man that been through the same thing you've been through but 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 you don't know they don't know so this podcast you get to you get to talk and uh, people get to listen and really and really hear from people that may have been through what they have been through and this is gonna be a great great opportunity for me and for others to find their voice, their creative spirits. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in. Uh, 6K family, six principles, you know. Loyalty, love, respect, balance, manifestation. And the most one, and the one that's most important, I mean, is true peace. We have peace with everything. 
We don't need that extra weight on our back, man. We have a piece of everything. And I appreciate you guys for tuning in to the first video, the intro. And have a good night, man. Peace.